you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. This is episode number 25 and I don't know, it seems kind of momentous a little bit. So I decided to do a solo episode this week. I think I'm going to start trying to do these once in a while. I'm getting braver. <laughs> so I, I mean, I have tons to say about direct sales. I love it so much. You guys know that. But I thought I would come on here today and chat with you guys about how do I do it all? And spoiler alert, I don't. <laughs> that is my secret. But I have been asked this question a couple of times and I just want to reassure you guys that nobody in the entire world is doing it all. <laughs> so we're here to break that down today. So let's dive in. Okay, so like I said, I don't do it all. Okay, raise your hand if you're actually doing it all. No one is. No one is. Nobody that you see on social media is doing it all. No expert directs, not even Belinda Ellsworth, who I had the amazing privilege of interviewing last week. She's not doing it all. I'm not doing it all. Your favorite direct sales leader, your upline, she's not doing it all, or he. Your, you know, your favorite celebrity, they're definitely not doing it all. <laughs> And that's not to say anything negative about the person that's not saying, you know, that they're lazy or that they couldn't do it all. That's just saying there's simply too much to do in one day that we have to figure out different ways of getting multiple things done, right? I think sometimes we see, you know, especially the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, here's one thing that I learned in my life kind of recently. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I had the realization, I think during a sermon or a message or something, that the Proverbs 31 woman wasn't a real woman. <laughs> and I think that's so many times, you know, or growing up, you know, you always hear things like, oh, we should strive to be the Proverbs 31 woman. Well, guess what? She didn't exist <laughs> and doesn't exist. Of course, we should always strive to have the qualities that she had, which was hardworking, cared for her family, was smart with her money, smart with her time. You know, she was a very wise person, a very wise woman, but there was no one woman that was the Proverbs 31 woman. And that was a freeing realization to make. And maybe you're hearing this for the first time too. You know, this is not a real person. She did not exist. <laughs> Nobody could do everything that she does. Okay, so here is Proverbs 31, an excerpt from the message translation. She shops around for the best yarns and cottons, my kind of girl, right? <laughs> and enjoys knitting and sewing. She's like a trading ship that sails to faraway places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn, preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. Then, with the money she's put aside, plants a garden. 
First thing in the morning, she dresses for work, rolls up her sleeves, eager to get started. She senses the worth of her work, is in no hurry to call it quits for the day. She's skilled in the crafts of home and hearth, diligent in homemaking. She's quick to assist anyone in need, reaches out to help the poor. She doesn't worry about her family when it snows. Their winter clothes are all mended and ready to wear. She makes her own clothing and dresses in colorful linens and silks. Her husband is greatly respected when he deliberates with the city fathers. She designs gowns and sells them. She brings the sweaters she knits to the dress shops. Her clothes are well-made and elegant, and she always faces tomorrow with a smile. When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say, and she always says it kindly. She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins with the words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you've outclassed them all. Charm can mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the fear of God. Give her everything she deserves. Festoon her life with praises. (laughs) That's cute at the end. So when you're listening to this, of course, you know somebody, you know, somebody's coming to your mind like, okay, will they do that? Will they do that? Will they do that? I 100% guarantee you there is nobody out there that is doing all of these things all at once. Okay, there's this thing called seasons. <laughs> we all have different seasons of life. I can tell you one thing for certain. <laughs> this podcast would not exist if I had started it. Well, I wouldn't have started it. I could not have done this podcast this time last year when I had kids at home 24-7, when I had no clue what was going on in the world. Podcasting was not in the cards for me at this time last year. This only was able to come about because, you know, I said different things, but mostly because my kids are out of my house (laughs) on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So I have, I know that I have time on those days to work my direct sales business with Lemongrass Spa and also to work on this podcast. And so I would not have the time or the ability (laughs) to do this if my kids were home all the time. So if you are a young mom with small children and you're like, wow, I just wish that I could be where my leader is. I wish that I could have a large team. You can absolutely do it. There's no, I'm not saying you cannot do this, but sometimes we're in different seasons. Well, no, not sometimes. We are always in different seasons of life and not every season is meant to be the most amazing season. Do you know what I mean? Andrea, my friend Andrea, said a few episodes back, she said, hustle where you are. And I want you to take that advice to heart today. I want you to hustle exactly where you are. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, accomplish these huge major things, you know, this year because you feel like that's where you should be. Evaluate your season of life and see where you are and then make goals that are fitting for your stage of life. Okay, we all cannot do it all. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with not doing it all. Last week, Belinda talked about buckets, okay? And she, of course, was talking about them in a different context. And you can go back and listen to that episode, of course. But today we're going to talk about buckets again. I'm bringing the buckets back, (laughs) okay? So we all have several buckets that we're trying to carry. All right. Some of us are carrying a motherhood bucket. Some of us are carrying a wife bucket. Some of us are carrying a, well, all of us are carrying a household bucket where, you know, we have a household to attend to, grocery shopping, meal planning, house cleaning, 
organizing, all that kind of stuff. And those can be smaller buckets in and of themselves, of course. Then there's, you know, all of us also who are listening have a direct sales bucket or a business bucket where we have everything that goes along with our direct sales business in there. Some of us are working a nine to five job and so you have your job bucket. Some of us volunteer and so you're volunteering you know, for organizations and you have your volunteer bucket. Some of us are students in school and so you have that student bucket that comes with homework and projects and all that responsibility. So we all are carrying so many different buckets, tons of them, right? And I really want you today to just maybe even make a list. I'm a very visual person and so this would help me. Hopefully it could help somebody out there listening sit down and write down what are the different buckets that you're juggling in your life. Motherhood, being a wife, household, job, student, you know, direct sales professional, leader, you know, whatever your friend. I mean, even friendships, that takes time and effort and intentional action, right? So sit down and write down all of the buckets that you have going. Even if it's something small, like I mentioned a little bit ago about grocery shopping, that's a bucket because that's a responsibility that you have that has to get done. And, you know, sometimes it's just, it's, it just gets to be too much, right? So write down all of the buckets that you have that you're carrying on your arms. Okay. Your arms are so tired. I know. Now there are some buckets in our lives that are absolutely non-negotiable. If you have kids, (laughs) motherhood is a non-negotiable. You cannot abandon your children because that's illegal. So don't do that. But I'm saying, look at this list of buckets and the things that are non-negotiable, leave right there. But the things that are more negotiable, maybe evaluate them and see which ones you can set down and walk away from guilt-free. Something that comes to mind for me is church choir. I love to sing. I love to be in the church choir. But for us in our church, it was it was a very low commitment, but it was a once a week choir practice. And while I loved being in the choir, I enjoyed it, committing to a once a week choir practice just wasn't doable for my stage of life. And, you know, right now it, it's weird <laughs> because of the times we're in. Choir practice isn't really a thing right now, but it I had to just walk away from it and give it up for a little bit for a little while because it just wasn't we just weren't able to add that onto our plates at the stage of life we were in with little kids a couple years ago now that's something that I could that's a bucket that I could set down and walk away from and not feel bad about it it was you know I use Sunday afternoons to get things done for the week ahead and so to you know have that couple hours taken out of a Sunday afternoon was really hard on us because that was couple less hours that I had to, you know, prep for the week ahead. So I had to set that bucket down and walk away from it. Now I can definitely go back and pick that bucket back up when I'm ready to. That's no problem at all. And in a different season of life, I'll be ready for that. But right now that bucket is just not for me. (laughs) So what buckets can you set down and walk away from and not feel bad about? Okay. So cross those off first and, you know, figure out a way that you can take some of those buckets away. Now, sometimes you're going to look at that list and you're going to say, there is absolutely nothing I can get rid of completely on this list, like laundry or grocery shopping, things that, you know, they take up a lot of time and they're not income producing activities. So it's like, okay, how can I do this easier, better, quicker, faster, whatever. So let's figure out a way to make those buckets lighter. So if you can't get rid of it, just figure out a way to make it not so heavy, you know? And I am always evaluating this in my own life. 
just the other day I had a conversation with Brad. I'm like, I cannot figure out and keep up with our laundry. Like I just, I'm, I'm drowning, literally drowning in laundry and it's just overwhelming to me. And so we haven't figured out a great solution yet. We're still working on it, but hopefully we can figure out something and find some great solution to our laundry <laughs> in the mountain of laundry that is always in my laundry room. It just, it never ends. It never ends. So one of my buckets that I feel like I've successfully lightened <laughs> is grocery shopping and meal planning. That is something that I cannot give up completely. I have to do it in some way, shape, or form. And some of you might grocery shop and meal plan per week. Sometimes you do it per month. Sometimes you do it per day. I know people who will just run to the store every day. But however you do your meal planning and grocery shopping, we have to do it at some point, right? So that is something that I feel like I have been able to lighten over the years. My bucket has been lightened and I utilize a couple of different tools and that is a meal planning app as well as a grocery delivery service. And yes, those things cost money, but to me that is worth it. There are ways to meal plan and grocery shop without costing extra money such as you know, if you sit down and write out 50 of your family's favorite meals with their ingredients needed and you have that at your fingertips ready to go, I've seen some really creative ideas on Pinterest or for grocery delivery, you know, maybe that's not in your budget. That's totally fine too. You know, it's 2021. Most stores offer some kind of curbside pickup or in-store pickup, delivery for free even. So there's always a way to make something work. So I want you to take a look at all of your buckets that are non-negotiables that you also don't want to spend your whole life on, <laughs> like laundry and meal planning and grocery shopping. Those are things that we cheerfully do for our families, but they're not always enjoyable, right? They're, you know, mundane tasks that have to get done. So figure out a way that you can make the process quicker and easier. So that's an example, a successful example from my own life. All right, so we've looked at buckets that we can set down, walk away from, maybe come back to, but maybe not, just depending on what it is. We've looked at buckets that we can lighten and things that we can take out of those buckets in order to make them easier to carry. Now let's take a look at the heavier non-negotiable buckets that we have to carry. And we have to be able to learn to distribute <laughs> that weight correctly so that way we don't <laughs> keel over to one side, right? And these buckets, of course, include our faith, motherhood, our marriages, our jobs, school if we're in school, and last but not least, our businesses. And that's the one I want to focus on today. So in order to get things done within this business bucket that we absolutely cannot leave behind and we can't make it any lighter than it is, we have to set some goals for ourselves. And I know that we've all heard the acronym SMART when it comes to goal setting, and that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So make sure your goal fits in all those categories. And that is something you can Google or look up on Pinterest. You'll find tons of helpful tools on that. But we have to set goals because if you don't have a plan, then you are not going to get things done. I'm talking to myself too because there are days where I get up and I'm like, hmm, what should I do today? And then I don't get things done. So I know that my most productive days are the ones where I sit down the night before and write out what I have to do the next day, whether that's a list 
just a brain dump list or whether that is a block scheduled planned out day, (laughs) whether that is a, you know, whatever you're using for your scheduling tools, your planning tools, whatever you're using for that, use that. You don't have to invent something new. You don't have to do anything fancy or special. Just use what you've been doing, but make sure you set a plan for the next day before you go to bed. Now, I want to say that I am not sharing all of this to tell you that your business bucket should be your most important bucket that you concentrate on (laughs) the most throughout the day. That is not the case. That is not our most important bucket for sure. But this is what we're talking about today, and this is a direct sales podcast. So I want to make sure that you know that when you make your business non-negotiable, you will see success. If you make your business bucket negotiable, if you make it one of those that you just set down and walk away from and come back later, I'm not saying you can't be successful later. You absolutely can be. And there are times where you do have to set it down and come back later. But if you make it negotiable, then you are not going to see the success that you want to see. It has to be a non-negotiable. And maybe that sounds harsh. (laughs) I don't know. But you have to figure out how to make it work. And planning ahead is a way to do that. It's on days where I feel overwhelmed. It's the only way that I get through the day is by making a list and going through things one by one and getting those things done. I still don't get everything done, but I'm at least farther ahead than I was before the day started, right? So that is my advice to you. So we talked about buckets today. Maybe you're sick of hearing that word, (laughs) but we talked about how we have all these different buckets in our lives and some are non-negotiable and heavy and we have to figure out how to evenly distribute them. Some of them we're able to just set down and come back later and pick them back up or just leave them be and never see them again. That's fine too. Some of them, we have to carry them around, but we can make them lighter in different ways. So like I said earlier, make a list of your buckets. Draw pictures if you have to. Draw some pictures of your buckets that you're holding. Figure out what you can concentrate on. Get rid of what you can get rid of. Make simpler what you can make simpler. And you are gonna find that you are gonna get so much more done. And it's not a magic formula at all, but when you are intentional about doing these things in your life, then you you are going to see the success that you've always thought you were going to see. And it's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be overnight. It is going to take time and effort and reevaluating these buckets from time to time. It's not instant, but it's so worth it. So thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you guys found some value in this episode. There's a link to our Facebook community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, in the show notes. I'd love for you to join in and join our conversation and tell us about your buckets. I want to hear all about your buckets. So hop on over, tell us about those. I'd love to chat more with you in that group. So thanks again for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing, 
If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.